Listening to the iZombie podcast with Robin and Steph, a fan podcast about the CW show iZombie. My name is Robin, and look how long this podcast makes my legs look. Uh, my name is Stephanie, and I told her if you sue me, I will shut your Botox face for good. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you tell? I don't. I don't even know. I don't know these characters' names. They they were delightful, but I never did. You know. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, and they I, had aliases, and it confused me, so. Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, all right, well, uh, we're, this is probably going to be, the, I would I would take a shorter episode. I don't have too much to say about either episode, but then again, I always say that, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about some news, Steph. What? Uh, news? Yeah, How can yeah. there be news? There's always news. There's always something going on with the iZombie crew and, and cast, and one of them is... Raul Coley has been cast uh, on a uh, in a movie that's filming now. Uh, oh, good for him! That's why he shaved. <laughs> Maybe uh, it's called Happy Anniversary, and it's a romantic comedy that's going to be on Netflix. It stars uh, Ben Schwartz, who is uh, do you know him? Ben Schwartz. This is entertainment uh, trivia. <laughs> no, I don't know Ben Schwartz. He was Jean Ralphio on Parks and Rec. <gasps> Yes. He's the older brother of that kid on uh, Stranger Things, but yeah. not really. <laughs> and uh, his co-star is Noel Wells, or Noel Wells. You know who she is? Uh, sounds familiar. Should she was the uh, she was Aziz Ansari's uh, co-star in uh, Master of None. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, she's great. Um, so this is about a couple at a crossroads in their relationship, and Raoul is playing Ben Schwartz's loyal and vulgar best friend Ed. So uh, that sounds perfect for him. Okay. <laughs> Especially the vulgar part. <laughs> and uh, you know, I just kind of noted here. I'm I'm, I'm excited about this because I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing the movie, but I'm also looking forward to people that maybe not that don't watch Eyes on Me to like see Raul in this role and be like, who's this guy? You know? Yeah. Or you know, like we were watching something else at, the other day, and I was mm-hmm. thinking about how Netflix chooses their shows that mm-hmm. they make. Like, don't they choose like? Like a an an algorithm of so maybe like a zombie is very popular on Netflix so they so that's how he was cast in this movie maybe you know yeah um, of course but yeah I can't wait to see it I, I think yeah. it sounds exciting and I bet it will be excellent yeah yeah I, you know I'm not too much in the romantic comedies but I, those two stars are likable and it's going to be cool to see him play the best friend. Yeah. Um, well, out of those two, I was like, who's the best friend and who's the lead? Because yeah, it could Schwartz go either way. Yeah, that's true. Um, and now the uh, the sort of sad news. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, that I've already broken on Twitter and Facebook, but you've if you've not a part of that, this will be new to you. Um, our two-hour season premiere on April 4th is now a one-hour season premiere on April 4th. Uh, okay. It's going to be could, at nine that o'clock. Might, that might not be bad. Okay. Yeah, I. Uh, it's it's going to be the premiere. Heaven just got a little bit smoother. 
um, which will obviously be about the uh, funeral of Rob Thomas. And just, obviously. just the entire service and everything. Not much plot to it. It's just going to be a lot of mourning and uh, maybe some like tribute bands. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, uh, so it, we're not going to get that second episode till the following week, the one that's going to be with um, uh, Major and Liv having the uh, teenage daughter and uh, father brains. Uh huh. That's not going to be till the, the following week. Um, so uh, the reason is <laughs> why? Legends of Tomorrow. Ah. <laughs> uh. Legends of Tomorrow, who. We, uh, I've discussed previously on this podcast is the reason why iZombie did not premiere in January. You know, the CW was like, oh, we're going to give Legends tomorrow more episodes. And where are we going to put those? Uh, we got River- Riverdale premiering on the night that Legends of Tomorrow is. Where are we going to put Legends tomorrow? Oh, we'll move it to uh, the, right before, you know, right after the Flash and we can push iZombie to April. Well, I guess Legends of Tomorrow needs one more hour of iZombie's time. <laughs> so. Um, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to um, the iZombie season finale being preempted by maybe a repeat of Legends of Tomorrow. That, that'll be the, the topper of it all. <laughs> wow. Anyway, oh, well. We, yeah. we can't control things. That's true. I, we have it, to let it go. And it's funny because I immediately like posted a gif of Kylo Ren destroying that terminal with his lightsaber. <laughs> Um, you know, because my my instant take was like, uh, um, but uh, there's been some bright sides posted. There's been replies to our account, like, hey, you know, it might be good for the ratings. You know, it follows the Legends of Tomorrow season finale. Yeah, you know, and then hey, why don't you jump onto this show now? You know, Um, uh, what show? I Zombie. Like, you know, it's at nine o'clock. I Zombie's at the- Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought you meant that was a comment. Uh, uh never mind. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I misunderstood. <laughs> I won't edit. <clears throat> um <laughs> and uh the other is just that it's even but even great for us because, you know, when we have to podcast about two episodes, we might not be able to hit all the points that we want to hit. Might not be yeah. going as deep as we want to. And being a new one episode, hour is enough. Yeah, being a new episode, we might not be might be feeling a little rushed to cover two. And me, I'm like research guy. I got to get all the find out all the um, interviews and different things about things. So it'll be a little less stressful. Okay. And I don't know. Who knows? Maybe they're going to double up on the season finale again like they did last year. Yeah. All right. So that's the news. <clears throat> so let's get into our episodes this week. We had um, Real Housewife. Uh, Real Housewife of Seattle. Real, Real Dead. Real Dead Housewife of Seattle. I didn't write the episode title down. I'm an idiot. <laughs> the Real Dead Housewife. Yeah. Of... Uh, Seattle, right? <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't even know. Now I'm confused. Uh, it's, it, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it. And uh, uh, the uh, the second one is even cowgirls get the black and blues, which I did write down. <laughs> so, uh, how was your rewatch of uh, the first one? How, what did you think about getting watching this one again? I, I had a lot of fun with it. She's she's hilarious. Yeah, Adel, it was Adel yeah. McIver. Yeah, that Rose McIver, she's pretty cute. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, I loved this scene where where she's trying to ask all of her friends out for drinks. 
Yes. And you're like, why is she asking, what's going on? I can't remember. And then you find out at the end it's her birthday. Uh, yeah. But at the beginning when she's in the lab and she asked Ravi and she asked Clyde, and Ravi goes on and on and on about yeah. dating Steph and yeah. she this and that. Blah, blah. The mysterious so, stuff. Yeah, he's so loquacious. Yeah. And then she asked Clive and he was like, busy. And he's so <laughs> laconic. <laughs> yeah, he is a uh, – he, he – it was like – I don't know. I felt, I felt bad for Liv because, you know – I think Clive was just like taking out his annoyance with Ravi on Liv by being. Yeah, yeah he was busy. like reacting <laughs> conversely to Ravi's just droning on and on about when he could have just said, I- mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I can't make it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the birthday, that's a fun little fact. I'll, I'll repeat again. It's uh, this, this episode aired on October 20th. Um, which was 10 days after Rose's birthday. Um, but if you look at her ID, at uh, Liv's ID, her birthday is November 13th, which is Raul Coley's birthday. So <laughs> that's fun. We're not supposed to look that close, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my next note is uh, Ravi just, uh, just squeezing that implant as they're talking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but haven't you always wanted to do that? Oh, yeah, of course. Why did I say that too enthusiastically? (laughs) (sighs) Um, Yeah. Uh, My next note is how weird is it that Major's taking advantage of the company gym? Like, he's kind of being blackmailed into being their zombie bounty hunter. And then, like, the next episode, you see him um, working out in their gym. Like, well, I might as well take advantage of the facilities. Yeah, because... Well, I'm sure he, yeah. No, like later on, he's talking about he he he's like training Vaughn, but uh-huh. um, so maybe that's the reason why. Yeah, I love all these little moments when Liv is so dramatic. <laughs> yes. Are uh, you going to let him talk to me that way? I'm not your little whore. And she, what yeah. she, uh, she tried to uh, throw. Uh, Vaughn's drinking his face and missed. <laughs> yeah, he just kind of <laughs> leans out. Like, yeah. he's, he's used to that one. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, I love the one with... Uh, I'm trying to find it in my extended notes here. The she's uh, Robbie. She, uh, what is that? Oh, What's one? This is like flipping out and he's just kind of sitting there waiting for her to stop talking. <laughs> and then and then Peyton's uh, uh, news conference comes on the TV. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget exactly what she said. Um, but uh, yeah, Peyton's back. Peyton's back. And her hair, I love that color of her hair. Yeah. It, it's like she looks like she's been to the beach. Her hair's just mm-hmm. sun-kissed. Wasn't the the joke that she'd like went to Italy or something? I don't know if she even says where she was in the episode, but uh, I think they were saying during the um, the hiatus between season one and season two that Peyton went off to Italy. Um, yeah. So what else? So Peyton Peyton's back. Is glad to see her. Um, the Peyton and Ravi hug. Yes. Um, when she all of a sudden shows up. At Major's house. And oh, yeah. He comes in bragging about his date. Yes. Ugh. And then they, you know, after Major leaves him alone, she gives him a hug. 
And uh, I, I found this from my old notes. It said, uh, uh, Raul said, it was supposed to be them saying, good to see you, all the best. And that hug was supposed to be platonic. But Ali and I did our scene together and we really had fun with it. And then we get an email from Rob a couple of days later and he's like, oh, I want more. <laughs> Hmm. So this is kind of like the beginnings of the rekindling of all that. Uh, Have you noticed that Rita Gilda is acting like she's like acting just like Vaughn? (laughs) Like she chews scenery like uh, not not that she's given a lot of monologues like he gets, but she kind of uh, takes on his characteristics a little bit just the way she acts mm-hmm. i didn't really i didn't really notice that before it's really hitting me this time yeah she really learns from uh, her dad but she still has that kind of humanity in her um i you kind of see it for the first time really when um you know she's telling uh, uh major about what vaughn's first idea was before taking on major was to just basically invite everybody from the list on this cruise. And it didn't matter if like they brought their family members along or whatever. And oh yeah. Send it out in the middle of the ocean and, and sink it. You yeah. Know? So that's a little creepy. And it looked like she was kind of like, yeah, so maybe we don't want to <laughs> uh, like she grounds him. Like yeah. she like, yeah. Um, is this bag appropriate for a police interview? That was my next note. Uh, <laughs> something I noticed this time I didn't notice before, the name of the liquor store. Oh, my God. <laughs> Feel free to say it. I wrote it down, too. <laughs> oh, liquor and leave. Liquor and leave. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> and now in the uh, restaurant that... She's going to take Bethany, too, as Finn and Juice. Finn and Juice. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Which sounds disgusting. And they're, the uh, boutique they're in is hotter than hell. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. The our, How this whole thing with Major is set up at the beginning really – my words are not coming to me very easily today. It's, it's really uh, interesting how – I, I almost think that they might have changed their mind. Like, I, I almost think that they were thinking of making Major a murderer <laughs> at the beginning uh-huh. of the season, but then decided yeah. to, like, pull back on that. Yeah. Because, like, when he's pulling uh, Colin's body out of his trunk and he's got him in the body bag, now you're supposed to think that's Colin's body that he's getting rid of until later it's revealed that he's in the freezer. But that uh-huh. body bag looks plenty heavy. Uh-huh. And again, like I, just the way like they're, you know, we're m- meant to believe that maybe those they were packing mannequins in the bag. Mhm. Um, yeah, and he's so upset about the dog. Like and he's so emotional. And what hit, hit me this time was uh just like in season 1 when Liv is emotionally distanced herself from everybody, he's using the utopium to emotionally distance himself from everybody. He's yeah. like emotionally distanced from the dog because yeah. Ravi is calling the dog minor and <laughs> major is calling the dog, the dog. Yeah. Dog. Yeah. 
But but on the bridge, that bridge scene though, like he hauls mm-hmm. that body out of the trunk and then and he, he shoots it. A, he shoots it, and yeah, because you're like, who who is he putting a show on for? Now the first time we see him do that, we see uh, uh, Rita Gilda watching from afar. So maybe he's putting it on because he knows that they're always watching, you know. Mm-hmm. But it seems like I don't know. It, it 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 really. But to the like to the viewer of the show, it really looks like he's killing somebody and dumping them yeah. off the bridge. Uh, so I guess they're kind of covered by the fact that it, you know he's thinking that somebody might be watching. Yeah, because he is very just distraught over yeah. having to do this. And the whole, but you know, and then again, it's yeah. I got to keep talking myself out of this. <laughs> I keep getting into it. I'm like, but, but, but. I don't know. Maybe they did plan it all along. I'm not sure. I mean, <laughs> was that minor? Sadie <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, hush. Oh, I also noticed that uh, the dog was called James. Like Colin was calling him James. Oh was, yeah. Uh, walking him. Um. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Yes, so Major and Gilda have the sex. Oh, yeah. Um, a long time ago, we used to be friends. That was a great uh, mm-hmm. job there. Um, but yeah, just, um, you were talking about how dramatic uh, Liv was being. I just I got to give give it up for Rose for this episode because just like the facial tics that she does, like all her, her body is composed in all sorts of poses that she doesn't usually do as Liv. She just like kind of holds herself like, yeah. like a mannequin, I suppose you'd say. <laughs> yeah, her her hair is different. Her body language is different. She walks different. Her eyes, just what she does with her eyes are different. Yeah. Oh, and uh, my favorite uh, line, I think, from her was these kind of women don't need a phone call, phone to call a man. They just need to stand up wind and drop their panties. I believe uh, I appreciated that the first time we talked about it. I just had to call it out again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, also, I was watching this on Netflix. Um, mm-hmm. And I had the subtitles on. And when she says, I love it, Netflix mm-hmm. just simply says, I love it. <laughs> oh, what a shame. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't spell out love. Uh, so yeah, speaking of the, the skanks, um, uh, I thought it was weird that Clive had this catalog of escorts from this place, but Mm -hmm. didn't realize Bethany was one of them until the car detail guy pointed it out. Mm -hmm. I was like, huh? Wait a second. Um, and it, also a strange thing that happens in this episode is, uh, Liv's voiceover gets interrupted uh, when Clive calls her. Uh, Liv goes full on zombie in this episode Which is awesome to see And I like that I didn't think about it the first time I thought that basically like Liv really just scared the crap out of Bethany Which it seems like she did when she sees her In the interrogation room before Mm -hmm. But it really covers up that she might not have been Like supernatural Because uh, uh, Bethany sprayed her with mace So naturally her eyes might be red When she's sleeping at her Oh Kind of covered it. Ah, uh, yeah, see, yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Um. Did you have any other notes? I didn't want to keep talking over you. So, what was the point of it being Liv's birthday? Um. Why was it Liv's birthday? Um, what was the point of it? Well, 
Just that nobody realized it. Uh, well, I guess maybe nobody. Nobody but Peyton. Yeah, Peyton, Peyton is her true friend, and Peyton is her oldest friend, and Peyton would never forget Liv's I think, birthday. I, think I guess that's it. Yeah, I think it's touching the fact that, you know, the one person that she thought that she had completely erased from her life uh, because of all this stuff that's happened. Um, was the only person that actually remembered. Not that, you know, yeah. Robbie and Clive probably don't need to remember her birthday. Nah. Um, you know, because they're, they're just getting to know her, I suppose. Um, but maybe Major, but Major's in his own world. So uh, I guess the, my last bit of notes is talking about uh, Max Rager. I, we get to see the, the lab for the first time. So that's kinda, oh, yeah. that's a set that we're going to keep coming back to. And I, I just kind of had a chuckle at the whole thing where um, Vaughn is doing like, like yoga when mm-hmm. Terrence comes in and starts talking to him. And you think when Vaughn stops that the yoga video is going to keep going, but it's actually like a, a Skype call or <laughs> or something yeah. where somebody's actually like in his own like garden teaching Vaughn how to do the yoga. I thought that was funny. Yep. I guess that's what you do when you're super rich yes i don't know <laughs> um i don't think i have anything else here oh i love voices carrie that's like one of my favorite 80s songs um i loved hearing it in this this uh episode and it's certainly gonna make it to our season two music episode if i make it <laughs> um okay so even cowgirls get the black and blues we get to see Peyton's Hellcats move straight up. Oh, the bat, yeah. Right? That's, that's what I was thinking. I was like, this is such a familiar sight. I yeah. miss this. <laughs> she still got it. She still got it. Uh, but, oh, man, that reunion was just wonderful. Yeah. So. Uh, it would have been such a shame if, you know, if Allie didn't come back to the show and it was just yeah. like, well. Friendship she just, just disappeared into thin air. Yeah, that would just kind of been a, uh, a nice little mental scar for Liv to like lose like her best friend, it, like and that best friend like never talks to her ever again. Yeah. Um. So then, what's neat about this episode? Yeah. This this mystery. So okay, in in the in the uh, real housewife, real dead housewife episode, mm-hmm. the husband's girlfriend has the victim killed right right which i don't know it was such a cute episode i really didn't care like i really had to think about who the who 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 the bad guy was but in this one <laughs> it was like a random just yeah. luck of the draw fate thing yeah just a which was pretty cool wrong place wrong time yeah yeah that's 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 new we never really had to deal with that um and what I liked, oh. uh, well, I was just going to say what I yeah. liked was the, um, it was almost like there, there was closure. There was closure with the victim and the ex-boyfriend because it was almost like I, you felt like they were having a conversation. Yes. That that parking lot scene. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, the song, of course, is, is might have been something for him to listen to as well. Sudek, a boy named Sue. <laughs> oh, just the worst thing about what's what I hate about country music is the lack of nuance. 
<laughs> it's just so plainly, you know, it's just so black and white. And yeah. I hate country music. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm not a big fan of like popular country music. Yeah. But just like, uh, old classic country yeah, is better. This is, yeah. this is, this song is, is kind of evocative of that. Like it's very, just one girl on a guitar and just talking and singing about letting somebody go. It's, it's, uh, I, I like it. I'm not a big uh, music critic or anything, but yeah, um, yeah. But it, yeah, it was neat to hear uh, Rose perform. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, I had some notes for that. Some what the song? Trivia. Yeah, some sort the of performance. Hmm. Um, and then I like that Liv, as she writes the song, as she sings it, she realizes. That her and Major have got to have a conversation. Right. So they go, she goes, they have the conversation, and he's like, yeah, whatever, and like slams the door in her face. And you think, well, first you think she lays her heart out. She uh, pours her heart out there. And you think mm-hmm. he's going to be like, oh, Liv, you're right. But mm-hmm. he does He does like the opposite of what you think he's going to do. He just says, yeah, okay, whatever, and shuts the door in her face. And then she busts in and like, no, you're going to listen to me. Right. Yeah. And it's a sad, it's a sad speech that she gives him. And I think it's just kind of, I don't know. He's just like, this is not what I need to hear right now. I'm in hell myself, you know? And she said, you know, it's, it's kind of hurtful that she says like, we're a dream that's dead, you know, but. And I need to come to you and let you know that I'm letting you go completely forever. It's just, I don't know. It, it's it's like, well, good for you. Goodbye. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> you're missing the point that I'm hurting. Nobody is. Nobody has realized that I'm hurting. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, uh, the, the trivia I had was uh, uh, Rose's quote. She said that it was a little nerve wracking singing as live. There's something about the vulnerability of when you're actually singing and putting it on, putting on a character and meshing those two was unusual, unusual for me. It's not something I had done. It was a good opportunity. They wrote a beautiful song. They did a great job. <clears throat> yeah, like you know when we were t- talking about Hellcats, those scenes where everybody would sit around and strum and sing, <laughs> and it was so awkward because you're like, that's so embarrassing. And I was yeah. thinking about this the other day. Yes, it's embarrassing because. For some reason, that's so much more emotional to be to perform a song live in front of somebody, right? Than it would be to to stand there and act in front of a camera, I guess. Right, and you know, you're just yeah, you're playing a song. You're playing a song, and sometimes you get into it, and sometimes you're just playing a song, and you get to the end, and it's over. And sometimes you're really feeling it or whatever but in this case she's playing somebody that is also being affected by somebody else <laughs> yeah and working through two two different um you know like you know relationship uh drums <laughs> yep yeah she's not um, only dealing with she's not only dealing with Liv and Major's emotional problems she's dealing with st- Sue and Lacey, 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 Lacey. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's so funny to watch all those ca- Canadians try to 
<laughs> try to put on a country western scene. <laughs> I don't know this this uh, this this actor uh, Daniel Bess who plays uh, Sudek. Uh, he looks like somebody would be on Nashville. <laughs> yeah, he really does. He's a- he pretty much, yeah, he pretty much looks country. And then the guy at the bar who um, said that he was like Lacey's number one fan, yeah. he seemed pretty, pretty, pretty country to yeah. me. I also like that um, Rose was. Uh, she wasn't being very blatant. If she'd if she'd been blatant with it, it would it would have sounded really fake or really weird. But the the, the slight twang in her voice when she's talking, yeah, like it comes out every once in a while. And yeah, yeah, it's interesting. It wasn't very noticeable, but it was. It just added a little bit to the character to differentiate between Leo and Lacey. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know uh, when she's saying those little. Sings. Oh, uh, butter my butt and call it a biscuit. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> What's the other one? Oh my gosh. I'm sweating uh, like a, a $10 French whore on Nickel Day. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. So that really helped it. Um, what else do I have here? Oh, uh, first mention of Rita. Major wakes up and says bye to Rita. And uh, I, I actually looked back in last last year's notes, and it said like Rita. I'm like, what? <laughs> what the heck? And uh, um, I went to the transcripts, and I, I I checked the last couple episodes, and the name Rita was never mentioned. And also, Vaughn never never calls Rita calls by her, her by name. name. Yeah, doesn't say Gilda at all. And we only hear Gilda from like Liv talking about her roommate. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, there's actually uh, some trivia in IMDb, and whether you trust it or not, I don't know. But <laughs> uh, it says Gilda, the title role of the 1946 film, made Rita Hayworth a star, a sex symbol, and the ultimate femme fatale. But she seemed to believe it had a negative effect on her love life. She weathered several unsuccessful marriages and commented, "They fell in love with Gilda and woke up with me." Wow. Oh. So that kind of uh, speaks a little something about Rita's character, Rita Gilda. <laughs> um, oh, Major's line about, yeah, that's the smell of sex and self-loathing. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, we can't go much farther without mentioning that uh, this is the first appearance of Dale Basio. Oh, yeah. The great Jess Harmon. So happy to She's see She's so us. cool. She yeah, is. her and Clive have a, uh, they have so much in common. Mm-hmm. When they're talking about uh, the guy who has his candle and Cat brought Ma. his brought his chi to work. Who brings yeah. their chi to work? <laughs> Cuz yeah, they're he, both they're he, both uh Yeah. What's the word? Pragmatic? Is that the word? They're that's both like no nonsense cut yeah, to yeah. the chase. Mhm. Yeah, and they kind of bond over uh, food trucks. Like they're that food truck I want to. He mm-hmm. wants to take her to, and he doesn't. Not for like a couple episodes, I think he doesn't take her to. Um, and yeah, that Kavanaugh, Kavanaugh, of course, showing up towards. Uh, I think he shows up again towards the end of the season. And uh, yeah. I, did, I did see him in some uh, um, behind the scenes shots uh, for season three, so he'll be back. Oh, okay. And then all the Blaine stuff with uh, so Peyton is on this task force to take down the utopium trade, and 
she's brought all these convicts in and they refuse to roll over and like she can't get anybody to give her inf- any information and then yeah. Blaine comes in and he sings like a canary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I always thought I thought it was weird like rewatching and I was like, okay, so we're with Peyton again and oh, okay, we're getting we're with Blaine and it has nothing to do with really anything else that's going on. But then it kind of comes together in the end that Blaine is eventually going to be going to Peyton and then we're going to see these two and then Peyton of course um says to live at the end of the episode that she met someone so yeah mistake, <laughs> oh, mistake. and uh I don't, I don't remember but nothing really happens with this preacher storyline right he doesn't end up making any he doesn't even end up making the tainted utopia it kind of goes nowhere doesn't it he like has to get killed because he's a zombie I can't remember. I can't even remember. <laughs> this is why we're doing the rewatch. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Uh, oh, of course, friend of the show, uh, Debs Howard, shows up in this episode for the first time as uh, your uh, doppelganger, uh, Steph. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We look. Yeah. She's she is so cute. Your names you know, look so alike. <laughs> yeah, our names. That's about it. Yeah, and I, every, when I see her, I think of when she's saying, um, "Make interesting choices, interesting acting choices," mm-hmm. and just her performance is it stands out. It's very uh, it's exciting. She's great. I really hope she, she she has a couple of lines, but they're exciting. Yeah, I love the high five line. Uh, yeah. So much. Robbie's like, I am not high fiving that. I wasn't <laughs> born yesterday. And uh, yeah, I liked Raul in this episode too. Is his frustration over Major, the missing dog, uh, Major? Just uh, he that, that one scene where he yells at Major. It's great. And then you know, Major not telling him that he let Peyton move in. Uh, yeah, because. Ravi wouldn't have said anything. He wasn't going to say anything. And then he was so aggravated with Major that it just he just blurted it out. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not cool that you didn't ask. And my last note for this episode is Peyton jokes about doing a background check on Gilda. And I'm like, she should have did it. <laughs> yeah, should have. Uh, oh, uh, let's see. I have a couple of things highlighted in my... Uh, uh, last year's notes uh, Sack and Pack of course is mentioned here And that's from Veronica Mars um, There was a deleted scene uh, That they talk about In uh, I think a TV line article um, Rose says When Liv goes to the country music club Initially there had been talk Of Clive being already there Clive is a line dancer apparently And uh, he was going to be line dancing and Malcolm says, I bought a line dancing video game. It's kind of like Dance Dance Revolution. There was line dancing, the country dancing version. And he said he's ready. And he's got the game. and He's ready to go. Um, but unfortunately, it's just a, it got cut out. And it's a missed opportunity. That's what Rose says. And then she teases that we're going to see a lot more of Clive in an upcoming episode. And I think we know what she's talking about now. <laughs> the, the Remember the scrapbook? That we find uh, him in his Game of Thrones. Huh? You don't remember? Oh, you're going to laugh. Uh, all I'm thinking about is when we see him and Dale in bed in the morning. Oh, yeah. That's, only, that's all I'm thinking about. Oh, well, I, I can understand you getting distracted by that. <laughs> uh, but I think she meant a lot more of like his you know hidden 
quirks, you know, like exactly. this would this would have been a thing like, oh, my gosh, Clive's into line dancing. <laughs> like, yeah, that would have been weird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, brain fritters. They, I, I, that's one of that when she made that meal and Ravi is just like, you know, it smells so good. It looked so good. I was wondering yeah. what could I roll? What could I, I could, what kind of veggie thing could I make with that? What kind <laughs> of, some kind of veggie fritters? Yeah. Mm, delicious. Uh, right. I think we have a little bit of feedback, but of course, before we get, do you have any more notes on cowgirls? <laughs> Just that the dog was in the park where his owner, oh, yeah. where where Major injected him and took him from. Oh, poor Major. The dog was, yeah. Oh, I think that's. <laughs> I think that's where everybody like emotionally attached to that dog. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, right. So, shall we get into trivia? <laughs> sure. Yes, I'm ready to go. <laughs> All right, number one. There are only five questions this this week because it's just you. Okay. And uh, either way, you're going to win. All right, yep. number one. <laughs> Vaughn says there's a reason why he doesn't get married. What does Liv say that is? Oh man, I don't know. <laughs> you, okay, you giving up? I give up. <laughs> She says it's because you can't legally marry your own reflection. Uh, <laughs> and Vaughn goes, burn. <laughs> Number two. What nail color is Liv wearing in Real House, Real Dead Housewives? Sorry, Beyonce. And I think I fell in love with it or something like that. <laughs> yep, that's right. <laughs> uh, this is a softball. Number three is what bar does Liv play her song in? Slow row. The slow roll. Uh, number four, what kind of cologne does Ravi wear? Oh, I have no idea. Desire RX. Oh. It's got human pheromones in it. Oh, okay. Probably the Hemsworth brothers on a treadmill with sponges attached to them. <laughs> and number five, um, when talking about Jesus, Donnie doesn't think it makes you a zombie if you make other people eat your flesh. What does Blaine say that it makes you? <sighs> I remember that scene because that's yeah. where Blaine was uh, getting dressed, about to leave to go meet Peyton, mm-hmm. uh, and they put Malcolm. Is that the guy's name? What's the guy's name? They put in the coffin. Oh, uh, preacher uh, Gabriel. 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 So, so Chief and Donnie are saying, "No, Jesus wasn't a zombie," and if you. That wasn't meant to. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I can't think of it. it makes you narcissistic. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, Is that it? That's it. You got oh. uh, three right. Oh, I, I just knew I would do better. One, two. No, you got two right. <laughs> <laughs> you got the sorry Beyonce and the slow roll, but you didn't get the uh, Mary's on reflection, desire RX or narcissistic. So two. Two out of five, and I hope you folks at home uh, did well too. Um, <laughs> uh, we, let's see. Do we have anything in our Facebook group? I don't think anybody commented on the posts that I put in there. And they might comment later, thinking we're recording tonight, but maybe we'll you know, 
Nope, nobody wrote anything in there. So we got, interestingly enough, we've been getting a couple comments on our website, which uh, uh, doesn't usually happen. But uh, I have something from Noah here, and he had wrote in before about the volume levels uh, of our um, our bonus podcast about the season one soundtrack. He says, uh, Noah says, I hope it wasn't too critical about the volume levels in the last episode. I'd been listening to a lot of those songs over again this past week, so it was great to be reminded of some great music. Must have been a colossal effort to put all these songs together, cut the clips to just as, to be just the desired parts, and integrate commentary. So I apologize if my comment seemed at all dismissive. Oh, not at all. I didn't take that at all. I'm very, uh, I, I'm very, I, I, I very critical of what I do. I, I'm learning. I'm constantly learning, even though I've been doing this for like seven, eight years. <laughs> I, I never really did a music podcast before, so um, I don't want to blow anybody's ears out. Um, so. Uh, keep the comments coming. It's fine. Uh, he, he continues, regarding this week's episode, I don't know what I would have thought if someone hurt my dog. So it definitely changed my perspective on the killer in this episode. Oh, he's talking about uh, Grumpy Old Liv. Um, it was great to have these episodes recapped because even on my second viewing of iZombie, I thought Major actually killed the first zombie he sent after. I never made the connection with the mannequins in the storage space, though I still don't understand why he'd put a mannequin in a body bag and drop it over a bridge. There seems to be... That just seems like more opportunity to get caught unless he was being tailed by someone from Max Rager. And yeah, um, Rita was... We, we saw Rita watching him that during that scene. Uh, I really like how Raul Coley's love for Star Wars has been integrated into Ravi's personality with his rat naming tendencies. And later in Eternal Sunshine of the Caffeinated Mind... When he loses all interest in the barista over her not knowing what the Millennium Falcon is. <laughs> Which is funny. Um, and let's see, we have another one. This is from, and I hope you don't murder me for uh, saying your name wrong, but I'm going to try it. It's from Yurashami. Yurashami? Uh, it says, Hi, Robin. While I don't agree with your theory that Liv turned Lane into a zombie at the beginning of the series, I think you abandoned it too quickly in response to the sire idea. Major can't detect Liv because she's the one who sired him? Fine, but Blaine didn't get scratched by Liv to turn him into a zombie. All she did was feed him the cocktail that creates zombieism. To say that she sired Blaine is like saying Ravi sires all his rats. So your theory remains intact. (laughs) (laughs) So when I read that, I was like, vindicated! (laughs) Even though, even though, uh, uh, I I think she, she, you're Xiaomi, is it she? Uh, uh, she doesn't agree with me, but she's also uh, backing backing me up. <laughs> so I like that. <laughs> and that's actually all our feedback. We don't. We usually get something from Efrags. We usually get a couple of comments in the Facebook group, but that's fine. We'll keep chugging along here. Um, that's pretty much it. Um, I did want to tease something. Um, mm-hmm. did we, you guys are going to get another episode on the feed in just a few days. Steph and I are going to be getting back together again in just a couple of days to uh, with our friend Matt uh, to talk about the Netflix series Santa Clarita Diet, which is a zombie comedy on Netflix. So if you want to get caught up with that, I think uh, I think we're probably going to talk like non-spoilery for a few you know, maybe like 10 minutes before we really dig into the spoilers. But uh, we just, I, I mean, I just assume that it's a Netflix series. It's 10 episodes, half hour each. Most people are going to burn through that. I mean, I'm, I'm burning through it 
really fast. I don't know about you. Are you already done with it? Oh, well, yeah. It's very watchable. Cool, cool. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, exactly. I, I, every time an episode ends, I want to pop another one on. It's very binge-worthy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, yeah, that's going to be a bonus podcast. Um, and it's funny. It'll be our 69th episode. Wow. It's <laughs> a podcast. So, uh, I don't know. It's just a number that sticks out to me. Next time It's on, just a lot of numbers. Yeah, it's a yeah. huge number. It's yeah, a big it's a, number. It's a big number. <laughs> uh, next time on uh, our regular podcast is going to be two episodes. Um, we're going to be talking about Love and Basketball and Max Wager. Oh. Yeah. Isn't that the one where Stacey Boss shows up? Mm, what? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, with the, the barbershop. Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. So, oh yeah, I think these are are these the ones that kind of cross over with each other? Like one Probably. Of these goes into the next and Clyde's getting shot at. at yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we'll remember when we watch it. <laughs> when we watch it, it'll all come rushing back. All right. So, Robin, have yeah. you ever thought about a pocket square? Give <laughs> <laughs> me a splash of color. <laughs> you mean just to kind of Tape to my T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Actually, I'm over here wearing my uh, wearing my overalls. I just got it out of the uh, what she call it the washing tub or something. <laughs> I forget. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Eye Zombie Podcast with Robin and Steph. Send your feedback to iZombiePodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter and on Facebook. Just search for iZombiePodcast, all one word. All of our contact info is on our website, iZombiePodcast.com. You can follow Steph on Twitter at Steph Smith. You can follow Robin as well at El Robinero. Our podcast logo is designed by D. Sheehan. You can find her work at Behance.net slash Deanna Sheehan. Also, a friend of the show, Cheyenne, contributes with photoshops on our Twitter. Follow her at iZombieLove. Check out our other podcast. You can listen to us binge cast through teen dramas like Dawson's Creek and Popular. Just subscribe to We Don't Want to Wait on iTunes. You can also listen to us occasionally talk about the Buffy spinoff Angel with our friends. Subscribe to Redemption Cast on iTunes. While you're on iTunes, why not leave us a review? We do this in our spare time so your ratings and reviews are much appreciated and helps us get seen by more iZombie fans. And make sure it's on the correct feed. We are the iZombie Podcast with Robin and Steph. And we're done. You think anyone is still listening? Probably not. Zombies! Zombies!